0: welcome to the district i am writer and director zell gaiman and i'm with the lovely
1: akia mcknight writer and producer
0: you are now inside the district
1: Episode 4, Depths of Deception, was written by Zell. Um, a lot was happening in this episode. It's a lot of plot twists, it's a lot of um, heavy information happening in this episode. Um, my first question is How did you get into the space of what an international prison looked like? Because it sounded so real and like it just sounded very authentic. So I want to know how were you able to get into that headspace to write? about that
0: um google (laughs) definitely got my (laughs) google is our best friend definitely got my google on um and i also like it's one of those things where it's like every time i hear like prison um you go to kind of like different movies you may have seen Mm -hmm. and i was just picturing like okay shawshank redemption okay that's a good one old looking prison just take out white people but all people, <laughs> people of color, still gonna be people of color in, in in there, but for you know, um, and just make it even more grungy. Um, the I didn't, I was kind of towing the line because it's one of those things was like, I'd never been to a Moroccan prison, I've never been to Morocco, so I don't want to offend anybody, right? From, right, you know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things where it's like, you just try to make it the worst space for a prison right you know what i'm saying exactly. like i don't want it to be a reflection upon their city i just want it to be a, a shitty prison and because we got shitty prisons here so it's like okay cool i just wanted to universally make it a shitty prison
1: yeah that, well it definitely came off that way for sure um <laughs> also um gabrielle after she visits namdi she later then goes to meet up with lulu um that was a very uh hard conversation to listen to and just to see how how cold Lulu really still is regarding her son how did you get into the headspace of writing that
0: scene um the underlying factor for me for Lulu is it's business as usual like no matter what like Lulu is the district is something she built from the ground up um she came from you know from across the pond with nothing so she got it out the mud this is essentially her baby right um so she has more affinity for the district than she does her own blood so it was just more so just i just try to keep that in mind when when dealing with when dealing with lulu especially if i'm not dealing with lulu and nami directly she's dealing with his lawyer so she doesn't even have to put on a a front like she's caring or anything like that like no like i'm we're paying you to to defend him type you on the other hand you look stunning hmm Brunello Cuccinelli blouse, Allison Olivia jeans, and a Kristen Louboutin short boot all wrapped in Chanel number five perfume.
1: You're good. I do okay. You never turn off the charm, do you? No. I see. Um, ah, uh, your case. I came here for your case. Do you know a man named Johannes akim? Well, speaking of the lawyer, Gabrielle is not your typical lawyer. She seems to have taken a real liking to Namdi, and also seems to be very passionate—like even more passionate than his own mother. Um, That's not hard to be. What? <laughs> right, right. Um, but even like her response was just like she she could she couldn't understand how she could respond to. Um, how her child was being treated in prison. I um, think that was a really good way to show the different types of women as well in this world mm-hmm. um from different cultures.
0: Yeah, um, we touched on it before in previous episodes. but I think that's a testament of of Nami's character. Um, even when when uh in the opening seat in the open episode, um, people are leaving the district. Like, nah, if Namdi not around, then you know we taking business elsewhere so i think it's more so a testament of of his character like he's uh he he, his business acumen is 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 a one you know he treats people right and you know your lawyer you got to think somebody in that type of business he she has to be like on a retainer so they probably you know have all type of interactions with one another and you and we've seen with how other women like fawn over him yeah he's a captivating character so i think it's just more so that That she just fell in in line with that. Like, you know, his dude is a stand-up dude. And, you know, he's he's dealt a shitty hand Mm -hmm. right now. You know, and it's like, you don't want to see that type of thing happen to a good person. What was going
1: through your mind? Nothing. We played and we talked. We talked and we played. We laughed. We drank. I told him I was only in town for the night. He told me when I smiled, the dimple in my left cheek sunk deeper than the one on my right. And I bought us a couple of shots of Louis the Thirteenth. Margot is over here. You
0: hey, know, Margot's going Mama. through a little
1: quarter-life crisis happening here. Mama
0: got to have a life too, man. Um, <laughs> Margot got to have a life too, man.
1: So, so Margot's <laughs> at the casino. What, what's happening? What? Where did you even? Where does Demetrius come from, and I, And why was he an architect?
0: Why not? You know, you hear the name Demetrius, you don't think of an architect. No, exactly. So, so, why not make him an architect? Um uh I would I would maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but um I'm pretty sure I'm speaking for the complete writers room is we want to put people of color in positions and places that we don't normally get to be in other, you know, exactly. a, in other spaces. So, why not have a, a a black guy named Demetrius that's that's an architect? shit we can build shit too
1: exactly you know
0: so that that was more so like the thinking the behind demetrius and then a casino me personally i used to be a big casino buff i used to go to the casino all the time so it's like in all you don't often see people in of color in the higher positions you mm-hmm. know especially like vegas like they're drinking like shots that they only serve you know to,
1: right to house know. stuff
0: right <laughs> you know what i'm saying so you just wanna it was a familiar place for me, like I know the dynamics of people talking at card games and stuff like that, and um you just wanted to put an interesting character in a in a common place to be honest casinos casinos is popular,
1: yeah, and I will say that I was definitely happy that you still you know kept Margot with a guy who was of standard who could stand up to next to Namdi if they had to, like he still was a very ambitious guy, had a lot going for himself, very handsome. I'm glad that, you know, you you ain't let her, you know, take it down oh, a notch. Yeah,
0: yeah, But I think that's also, like, uh, I think that's just, like, a metaphor for the district. Like, it's supposed to be the deep underworld, but we dealing with a lot of affluent people. Yes. Affluent people of color. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you got this affluent escort service by a, a black woman of color. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got, she's meeting a guy in a casino who is an architect of color. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things where it's like. And even, even the people who are like creeps, like you're going to find out some of them even got some type of backbone. Right. You know? So it's like, it's one of those things where you just want to, we kind of depicted a certain way on TV and and in media, whatever, you know? So you just want to put these, you want to put people of, of, of our color and various colors in, in better positions because yeah, we are in better positions and yeah, shitty shit happens in, around people with, um, you know, affluence.
1: So Jackson, you know,
0: Shitty I don't know what's going on with Jackson. <laughs> Shitty person.
1: <laughs> Jackson's scene with the congressman. It was very s- scandalous, very scandal-like um, episode. Um, I think it was, I think it also, like I said, it's, it's continuing to set the tone of the diversity of how we're writing this season. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was the inspiration behind that scene where Jackson meets up with congressman at the dock? And he basically like he don't have a choice. He got to do what he got to do now.
0: I think that's just more so of when you go when you on social media. There's no way you're scrolling through for whatever amount of time without seeing some politician into something. Right. It
1: kind of goes hand in hand.
0: Right. So they're kind of like always bickering. They always throwing stories out. You know, you know, forty five always got some shit to say. You know, so it's just one of those things where I felt like it was just a natural thing. Like everybody always has their suspicions about politicians mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so it's just it just kind of played on that like you know you don't really expect your politicians to be trustworthy and here's why you know right. what I'm saying? not to this may not be to the extreme in real life but in art it's like okay we're we gonna take it way to the extreme and shit this it's not even extreme to be honest like shit like this has happened with people in places like this before
1: exactly um and i think now that we have met the congressman and kind of see where he is in his head and the type of person he is i can only imagine you know how worse or how deeper it's going to get with his storyline from here
0: hey well you know next week <laughs>
1: On this season of District Queen, we um, discussed the topic of children being sex trafficked in America. Um, we talked about this topic because we take this topic very seriously and we want to give you guys some resources. If you need any help or you know anyone that needs help that may be involved in a sex trafficking situation, you can call one You can also text HELP or INFO to 233-733, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. For more information, go to humantraffickinghotline.org.